Hello, Christian singles. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Single Plus. If you are not following the podcast, make sure you are on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also follow My Single Plus on Instagram. You can also follow the blog at mysingleplus.com. So I hope you are having a great week. Let's get into today's episode. another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you all so much for tuning in. It has been a while since the last episode and I have been getting over a cold recently. So this episode may not be long because the last thing I want to do is cough, but I am definitely feeling a lot better. And I also wanted to make um, this known to before we get into today's topic. If you aren't a part of the Christian Singles Hub Facebook group, One, you can get in on that because there are literally over 4,000 singles in there. I think the last time I saw it, I think we crossed the 4,700 mark. If that, I don't know. We get requests literally every single day. I think over this past weekend, there was like 72 requests. So if you're wondering where all the Christian singles at, this is a space that you could possibly meet somebody. (laughs) But we're definitely, even though there is the potential of meeting someone for a romantic interest, we're definitely all about community. So I know I've shared about it before but I want to let you know that the December events that we have coming up on our community platform in the hub, those are going to be open up to the public. Our leader, Michelle Apples, decided to open those up so that people can get kind of a feel of what the hub is all about. Plus, we know that this year feels extremely lonely for a lot of Christian singles, not all, but some. And we know the holidays can kind of bring some They can bring some emotions that we really don't want. But at the end of the day, I hope and pray that this holiday season is one of your best years yet, regardless if you're in a relationship or not. Because one, we have something to be thankful for. I think sometimes Thanksgiving can get passed over because we're looking so forward to Christmas. Not all of us, but some. But Thanksgiving... You definitely have something to be grateful for. If you are still breathing, you have something to be grateful for. And of course, Christmas, which is what we celebrate to remember Jesus' birth, how he came into this world, how he chose to lower himself so that he could save us. So I hope that even if it feels lonely, even if it feels like this is another year without anybody, I pray that you remember, male or female listening, that God loves you and God sees you. But we have some events that are coming up in December. There's a ladies' night and there's also some Bible study events. They will be online via Zoom, but you do have a chance to interact with other Christian singles as we study God's word, or if you're a lady, and you can definitely check out the singles night, the ladies uh, Christmas party. And there's also a Christmas party online for for those of you that are entrepreneurs or creatives. There's a space for you as well. So go to our Facebook group, type in the Christian Singles Hub. You'll be able to request to join and we will definitely love to have you. But for today's episode, I think I'm going to entitle this Choose Your Heart. I was thinking about this for the last couple of days And I know, as I mentioned earlier, that this time of year can definitely bring on the emotions of loneliness. And we know the holidays tend to have a romantic feel to them, especially as you binge watch all the Christmas movies. And I know that I'm definitely that person, okay? I love binge watching. I think uh, one particular channel started 
just a few weeks ago. So they've started in October and we're going all the way through December. And I'm just like, man, so all these Christmas movies, everybody's falling in love. Everybody is finding a significant other and you're watching that and you're like, hmm. But again, I'm encouraging you to stay encouraged. But when I say choose your hard, it's going to be hard either way because of the fact while loneliness is something that no one likes to deal with, while that pain of not having anyone can feel like grief, believe it or not, because in a way it feels like a loss to you. You feel like you've missed out. You feel like, again, I haven't met anybody regardless of what age stage that you're at. I think the pain is the same for anybody who's in their early 20s or if you're past 40 going into your 50s or even 60s. The pain is a real feeling regardless of how old you are. It is a real feeling. But I was thinking about this and I was just allowing it to just run over and over in my mind. And I believe that God was really just giving me a different perspective on it. The pain of loneliness the pain of not having anybody, the pain of going to your childhood home or to your family member's house for Christmas without anybody and they ask you questions, that is still, yes, it's painful, but I think honestly that it's nothing compared to the pain of regret, the pain of getting into a toxic relationship, the pain of settling and getting back with your ex that you know is no good for you, the pain of just taking whatever you can get and just lowering your standards completely and just like, you know what, nobody else wants me, so let me just go ahead and try this. Let me just go ahead and find somebody random online. No. Now, this definitely does not mean that you shouldn't be open. I'm not saying, as we've talked about cuffing season before, I'm not saying that you can't date during this season, okay? I'm not saying that you need to be closed off until January 1st. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, as I talked about in our dating workshop on the hub, which is still going on, you can definitely get in on that, our eight-week dating workshop. We have an event this evening. But even though this is a time of year where people tend to settle, I'm telling you not to. So yes, be open to dating. Yes, be open to meeting new people, but let it come from a healthy place. Don't let it come from desperation. Don't let it be driven by fear, fear of missing out, fear of being alone. Let it come from a healthy place. And ask God to come into those places where you still feel vulnerable, where you still feel hurt. Maybe there's some trauma. Maybe there's still some damage that you're dealing with from a past relationship. Allow God into that space because I honestly believe that the pain of regret, having to go through a recovery season, as Pastor Flowers talks about it, and what I mean by recovery season is you know you got into this relationship you weren't supposed to get into and now you're hurt because it didn't work out. The person left you or, you know, it was toxic and now you're dealing with the residue and the hurt and the pain. And now God has to take you through a healing season where it really could have been avoided if you had just said, you know what, I'm not going that route. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> OK, I even saw a post today where it was a meme and it was saying, you know, why don't you settle as a single? And the response was, okay, the times are dark. And you guys may know the reference. Um, like, okay, times are dark, but not that dark. Okay, it's like, yeah, I want somebody, but I'm not that desperate. And that's how confident you need to be in your God. That's how confident that we need to be in our God, seriously. And I know that it can feel like God is just taking his sweet time. I don't know why. And even now it brings me back to the story of Lazarus. And I was listening to a sermon that talked about this when God takes his time. 
What do you do when it feels like God is taking his time? I, I can only imagine how Mary and Martha felt knowing that they sent a messenger ahead of time to tell Jesus, your friend Lazarus is sick. Please come. And the fact that Jesus waited. You may feel like Jesus is waiting. You're like, God, I've been asking you. God, I've definitely said this in advance. Like, God, I've been praying this for the past five years or the past 10 years. Or God, I've been single for 12, 15 plus years. Why does it feel like there's a delay? I can't answer that question for you. I wish I could, but I can't. I don't know why the timing for some, they meet their spouse earlier on in life. Maybe it was a high school sweetheart thing. Maybe they met in college, maybe they met in grad school, or maybe they met in somehow in community. I have a friend that got married at 24, her and her husband, they're now expecting their third child, but she got married when she was 24. She and I are the same age. So now she's over 30, already on her third kid. Me, that's not my story. I don't know why that happens, but I pray that you're not bitter. And if you are becoming bitter and if you are becoming jaded, if you're getting that attitude of just like you just the last thing you want to be is apathetic. The last thing you want to be is getting to a place to where you just don't care anymore. I think that's a trick of the enemy that we're not aware of to exhaust you to get you tired, to get you fed up, to get you annoyed, to get you jaded, to get you bitter to where you're not even expecting anything from God anymore. That's not a place where you want to be. But at the end of the day, I would rather deal with not, you know, it's like, again, choose your heart. It's like, I think we should get to a point to where we would rather do like, you know what, God, maybe I don't have anybody as of right now. But that doesn't mean that things can't change. It doesn't mean that you still have a plan for my life. And it doesn't mean that things can't work out later, as opposed to putting myself in a situation that I'm going to regret. Putting me in a situation where I'm going to have to come back to you and ask for healing. And I've done that before in past relationships. I knew it didn't feel right. There was an unsettling in my spirit, but I did it anyway. And I had to go through that process of asking God to forgive me for ignoring his voice, for ignoring for ignoring his nudges, because there were family members in my life, especially my immediate family, the community around me that was like, Daria, I don't think this is a good idea. I remember talking to a guy and my father was like, Daria, no, <laughs> like he's not going to respect you. And at the time I was so infatuated, I was so blinded by my feelings that when the truth finally came out, I was devastated. And I'm like, wow, why didn't I listen? If you remember the group, and I don't think they were as popular, but there was a sister group, I'd probably say back in the late 90s, early 2000s, called Out of Eden. And on their last album, they have a song called Shoulda Listen. You can type it in on YouTube and find it. But it kind of reminds me of this situation because I think the scenario of the song is, you know, she's saying I should have listened to my pastor. I should have listened to my mom. Because I think the scenario of the song is built around her being in a relationship that wasn't conducive. And she's like, I should have listened to my mother when she said you were no good. Should listen to my pastor when they said, turn around, leave you alone. Should listen to my sisters, with, but I was too blind to see, but I see the light somehow and I vowed to listen now. Listen to the Holy Spirit, you all. I don't know why we think that Holy Spirit is not involved in the details of our life, but he is, including your dating life, if you involve him. Just involve him. So yes, you can be open during this season. Yes, you can meet new people. As I said before, we have the Christian Singles Hub. You can definitely get into community. I feel it in my throat, you're all, so I'm gonna have to cut this short. <laughs> I felt that. But there is a space for you. 
You can get in community. You can put yourself out there. You can keep trying and just see what God does. I was listening to another podcast yesterday about dating the unexpected, getting out of your type. And again, this doesn't mean settling, okay? This doesn't mean you going against your non-negotiables, but make sure that those non-negotiables are non-negotiables. Don't let that get mixed up in preference. Well, they have to be a certain size or they have to be a certain height or they have to look a certain way. You never know how God may bless you. So take this before the Lord, ask him for his discernment as you meet new people. Don't rush into anything. Don't do things prematurely thinking that maybe this is it. Allow time to be your best friend and evaluate, take in the information, gather data. And all you need to know during the dating season is, do I want to see this person again? Okay. Don't think about marriage. Don't think about engagement. Take it one day at a time, one date at a time. Take your time. Okay. Because you definitely want to make a sound decision, a decision with wisdom so that you don't have to regret it later. I know there are a lot of singles out there, including myself, that wish we could take back some of the relationships we were in. Some of them led to marriage, and unfortunately, it ended in divorce. But the beauty about even those mistakes is that God can take those mistakes, and he can restore you from the inside out. But you have to bring that to him. I've still been digging into the book, Are You Really Okay? And there was a quote that I read yesterday that really resonated with me. I can't think of the person that the author referenced, Deborah Folletta. You can definitely check out that book, Are You Really Okay? But the context of the quote was, trauma cracks us open. But even though trauma cracks us open, those cracks are still space enough for Holy Spirit to come in. I'm, I know I've got that wrong, but I'm just kind of paraphrasing it. So you may feel cracked, you may feel bruised, you may feel jaded, you may feel like you're getting bitter, but allow Holy Spirit into those places and ask yourself, Lord, what is this really, Lord, is this relationship worth it? Is this dating situation worth it? He's going to reveal to you the truth, but you have to be willing to listen and just choose your heart. Either way, you all, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to continue to live in singleness when you want to be married But it's even harder, I think, to be in a relationship that you're not supposed to be in. But even with the right person, it's still going to be hard because it's going to be two people dying to themselves daily in order for them to become one. So take this to the Lord, lay this at his feet. So, Father, thank you for those that are listening right now. Father, I pray for the men and women who feel lonely, who feel like they've never been chosen. Some have never been kissed. Some have never been on a date. But God, you know their story, and I believe that you are writing a perfect story for all of our lives. So Holy Spirit, as we go and get further into this holiday season, I pray that we would first and foremost keep our eyes fixed on you. We would set our eyes on you. And Father, when we set our eyes on you, everything else is not as important, really. And I pray, Father, that we would just stay in your presence, stay in your word, Father, I pray that we would not allow the enemy to come in with those lies. But Father, even when he does, I pray that we would combat them with your word, that we would stand firm in your word, and that we would stand firm in the truth, the truth being the gospel, not our own truth, not truth based off our feelings, but Father, truth that's based off of your word. So Father, I thank you and I praise you for what you're doing. I thank you, Father, you are putting kingdom relationships together. I see testimonies of that every day. The posts I see of engagements, the posts of proposals, Father, the posts, Father, that I've seen in couples groups about, you know, them finally meeting the person that God has them. Father, you are doing it. You are doing it. We, we just have to trust your timing. 
So Father, I pray we would trust your timing and not get discouraged and allow things, even when they do discourage us, I pray, Father, we won't allow them to let us just sink sink so far that we just hit rock bottom and we just have this apathetic attitude where we don't even care anymore. Father, don't let our hearts become calloused. I saw a picture, Lord, that depicted a heart for every wound that was happening. The heart continuously turned to stone. So on one side of the portrait was a normal looking heart, but to the far right, after a series of events, the heart turned to stone. Father, I pray that our hearts don't become so stony, so callous that we won't feel anything, that we won't allow ourselves to be vulnerable, that we won't be open to what it is that you may be doing for us. So Father, I thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for listening for all the podcasts. If you're not already, you can also follow at my single plus on Instagram. And if you're looking for community, there is the Christian Singles Hub Facebook group and also our community platform, which you can try for free for three days where we have so many online events coming up for this year and as we go into next year. So you all stay safe. Thank you so much. God bless. Have a good one. Bye.